0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fit Life. My name's Amanda, and we are going to be talking about intuitive eating. But before we do that, I just want to apologize that this episode is a little bit late coming out. I've had some craziness going on, and I'm just trying to get back into the swing of things, so hopefully, we won't have to do that no more. So, intuitive eating what it is is a mind body self care eating framework with 10 principles. What we're going to do today is first I'm going to tell you what the principles are and then we're going to go on to kind of explain what the different principles are and then at the very end I'm going to tell you kind of like different ways you can I'm like looking at my notes. Yes. Um, how, How I feel about it. Also like my commentary, <laughs> um, with that, with the different principles as well. Like if I actually do these things already, or if it sounds great, like just, I'm just going to let you know, just going to let you know. So here we go. The 10 principles are number one, reject diet mentality. Number two, honor your hunger. Number three, make peace with food. Number four, challenge the food police. Number five, discover the satisfaction factor. Number six, feel your fullness. Number seven, cope with your emotions with kindness. Number eight, respect your body. Number nine, movement, feel the difference. And number 10, honor your health, gentle nutrition. So, Let's start talking about these principles and what they're all about. Number one is the regret the diet mentality. Pretty much is saying throw out anything that offers you false hope of losing weight quickly, easily, and permanently. And I've talked to this to you guys about this before, like in the diet episode. Um, pills and like things that are promising you to lose weight quickly might help in the beginning. But in the end, it's just going to hinder you and it's going to not make you, your progress continue. Um, it's probably going to lead to binge eating and things like that. So I've also, anytime, like, anytime somebody brings up the word, I'm just like, no, we don't diet. I don't diet. Um, and I've been seeing lots of progress. Uh, what I do is I look at nutrition facts. I look at things on the labels. Um I also make a lot of food that's not processed. I hate I I can't say I hate processed foods, but like I just don't crave them as much as I used to. Like I love my snack crate, but it takes me like forever to go through them. It's just things that I'm just not really like I'm so interested in the fact that these snacks come from different countries and stuff like that and trying that. But like I almost will eat like just a couple pieces in it and be like, okay, I tried it. I'm good. Like now you're done. (laughs) It's just not something I really crave anymore. So number two, honor your hunger. Keep your body fed with adequate energy and carbs. You heard that right. Carbs. You need carbs. I don't know how many times I need to say this. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. You need carbs. Um... Once you reach excessive hunger, all intentions of moderation go out the window. So eat carbs. They help you feel fuller, longer. So what you want to do, I'm a hairstylist, so there's a lot of times when I don't get breaks, but I have decided, you know, I'm going to keep a protein bar in my bag just in case, you know, I have like maybe a 10 minute break in between, I can scarf that down because once you get to a point where you're super super hungry, you're going to load up that plate. You're like, "Oh my gosh, I can eat all of this all the time." Um well not not all the time, but like that whole time that you're there. Um I do have a problem like when I wake up, I'm not necessarily hungry, but I um I will start like only eating when I start feeling hungry. Whereas I should probably, you know, have like a little snack before I work out. Um, just to kind of get my, my energy up there. So number three is make peace with food. Give yourself permission to eat. If you say you can't, you'll want, which I really, really love that because it's so true for me. Um, if I, told somebody like oh yeah I'm on a diet I can't eat pizza I can't have bagels like those are all like foods that I absolutely love and if I said I couldn't do it I'm gonna be like oh watch me like (laughs) it's just something that I do not like to say that I can't have certain foods like that just it makes no sense to me it's like bonkers um it also says that if you say you can't you want you'll want It'll lead to binging and also guilt from eating. So a lot of times people will binge eat and then they're like mad at themselves because they ate all of this food they weren't supposed to eat. I, it's just, it's so sad. Number four, challenge the food police. Um... Ban- banish oh, I, I wrote banish I was like what, what am I trying to say there banish the thoughts saying you're good or ba- bad for um, eating certain things because those are unreasonable rules that diet culture has created I hate diet culture I wish I wish I could get my friends to realize that diet culture is not okay and it's very harmful to you your mental health and your body like stop it stop it <laughs> you can do so much more and eat what you want <laughs> um, but that's you know the food police They're that's the diet culture they're just saying oh no you'll be skinny if you don't eat bread oh no you'll be skinny if you don't eat sh- like sugar I like ice cream I'm gonna eat some ice cream once in a while all good foods in moderation number five Discover the satisfaction factor. So the Japanese say that pleasure is a key point to healthy living. Pleasure and satisfaction you can get from the experience of eating. Like I wouldn't consider myself a complete foodie, but I do love going out to new restaurants, trying new foods, doing all like just enjoying eating. And when you enjoy eating, like you don't, You don't have to like overindulge, like just get, you know, some food. Like, it's not like you're not going to be here tomorrow to eat the food. Like you can continue, um, getting, like getting to go boxes and stuff. Like if your food, like if they give you huge portions, get a to go box. I am not a leftovers person, but like, if you are a leftovers person, get a to go box and eat it the next day. Enjoy your food. Um, which also leads into number six, which is feel your fullness. Listen to your body. If your body is telling you that you're feeling full, that's when you're done. Like, you want to be comfortably full. Not, uh, my stomach's upset, I'm bloated, I I need to take a nap because I'm in a food coma full. Like, I remember so many years, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas or um, you're... A holidays that where people make lots and lots of food and you're like, Oh, I want to eat this and I want to eat this and I want to eat this and I want to eat this. And then you've got this huge plate of food and then you feel bad because you haven't gotten through all of it. And so you want to finish it, but you're feeling super full, but then you stuff yourself silly. And then everybody takes a nap because dinner's so early on Thanksgiving. Um, that's just not healthy for you, not healthy for, I mean, anybody, uh just feel your fullness feel the way your body is trying to talk to you like the other day i made steak because i was feeling like i need some steak in my life i don't eat red meat very often but i do eat it once in a while when my body says hey we need a little red meat in our lives so i'd say probably twice a month i I will eat steak most of the time it's seafood and chicken because that's what I actually like to eat. Mainly seafood. I'm not a big chicken fan. But I'm turning into a chicken fan. Because my boyfriend's a really good cook. <laughs> um, so number seven. Is cope with your emotions with kindness. Do not be mean to yourself. When you eat. Like sometimes we do. Um, overeat. Because we are feeling some type of way. So this says... Food restriction can cause you physically and mentally a loss of control. Um, Find ways to comfort, distract, and nurture your issues. Like, say you're going through a rough patch. Um, If you can't afford to, like, talk to a therapist, which I think is something that everybody should be able to do, but not everybody can afford it, and I totally get that. But, like, if you have somebody you can vent to, not somebody who's looking to, like, give you advice or anything, but just somebody to listen to you, unless you want advice. That's, that's all on you. Um, they'll help you and you won't have to feel like you're eating to cope with your emotional issues. Um, food will not fix feelings of anxiety, loneliness, boredom, or anger. And emotional eating will most likely make you feel worse in the long run. Like a lot of people... I know a lot of people who do emotional eating. And I, I'm definitely in the boredom eating category. Back when I was younger... I remember I'd just, like, go to the fridge, open the fridge, look at the stuff in the fridge, Eh, nothing looks good, close the fridge, go sit back down, and then do it again, like, 10 minutes later. (laughs) And, like, sometimes I would, like, eat some food, but it was just because I was bored, and I was like, I need something to do, like, I need to do something, and at the time, I wasn't, like, you know, figuring things to do, like, I keep myself pretty busy now, so, It's almost for me, food is almost on the back burner. Like I know I need to eat, but I get distracted by so many things that I'm just like, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. And then I'm like, okay, now I can eat, but I don't wait until like, you know, I'm starving. Like I'll, I'll listen to my body and my body's like, okay, you need to eat now. Like we're going to start getting starving and hangry, you know, within the next hour if you don't start eating. So then I'm like, okay, okay, body I'll eat. But that's something that, you know, people do have to look at and be like, well, why am I eating emotionally? And once you start figuring that out, because that's a different reason for pretty... I'm sure everybody has their own reasons for their emotional eating, you know? Um, some of them might be like, I'm just bored or I'm anxious, so I need something to do with my my hands or something, you know? I have anxiety, so sometimes... um distracting myself with food or like, I'm very anxious when meeting like new people. So having like a drink to take the edge off. I've, I met three people yesterday and I didn't do that. So yay me. (laughs) I'm trying to find new roommates. So it is, it's very anxious, anxiety for me. Um, so number eight is respect your body. I don't know why I'm saying that, but it just really (laughs) It's just really, I was like, yes, this is what, what I got to do. So it is really hard to reject a diet mentality because for one, the whole world is pushing. You have to look a certain way on, on people like social media is so hard. Magazines, you see it everywhere. Everybody's just like, Oh, you want to be like a size two with abs and stuff like that. And it's, if you are unrealistic and overly critical of your body shape and size, it's not good for your mental health. And it's not good for your physical health either. Um, me, uh, even when I was teeny tiny, even when I weighed, you know, 125 pounds and I did have like little itty bitty abs showing through, but not, um, not enough, but, uh, well, why did I say not enough? Um, no, it wasn't super noticeable, is what I meant to say. I'm like that was definitely enough. <laughs> it was good, but I st- I still thought I was tiny. I was a size five um, in jeans. I have no idea what size I am now because I I live in leggings, but that's okay for me because I like my leggings and they're fun. But I still thought I was fat. Like at 23 years old, teeny tiny person. Um, I'm five foot, so like I was very small. Um, and I still thought I was fat. And that's because you see all these people with all these teeny tiny bodies being shoved down your throat. That is not healthy for everyone. Look at Lizzo. She has, she eats a very good diet. She exercises and she just does it to maintain her physical and mental health. Um, she, and she preaches about it all the time. Not everybody is going to be a size two. There's different shapes and sizes for everybody. You just need to love your body every step of the way. If you are trying to lose weight, if you're trying to tone up, if you're trying to just eat better, love your body every step of the way because that's going to help your mental state. So respect your body. It does a lot for you. (laughs) Number nine is movement. Feel the difference. So me... I do a lot of high-intensity workouts, but that's not for everybody. You don't have to do crazy workouts. Just try to stay active. Like, some people's way to stay active is, you know, chasing their kids around. And I know I know from personal experience, I'm not a mother or anything, but I did date somebody with a kid. Um, those kids are hard to run around after after a while. Like, I was in better shape then, and I was still getting out of breath. Man! But, um... Instead of shifting or instead of focusing on like, oh, like this sucks, I'm in pain, like I'm just sweating it's, like crazy, like everything's just horrible, shift your focus to how your body feels in motion. Like you could like one of the things I did on I think it was Tuesday is this exercise and it's called pio. So it's like pyo pilo plyo I can't speak today. <laughs> I can't speak any day. Plyometrics and yoga pretty much put together. So you're just, it's so crazy because I was like, oh, all I'm doing is like shifting my moves and doing like different moves like warrior pose and um, uh, downward dog and things like that. But the way that she made us, she made us come out of the exercise and into the exercise and out and in. And so it was, or the movement. I guess it's an exercise too, but out and in of the exercise. And it really, I was like, wow, I'm like starting to sweat just doing these, like sitting here with these yoga moves. Like it was so crazy. So that was very low impact, but I was still getting a workout in and my body felt great. So just feeling your body when it moves. I even move when I'm like here talking on the recording, like, it's more my upper half. I'm like dancing or whatever, but like I'm still moving. I'm still getting you know a little bit of active things in there. I did an ab workout today, so I'm just like, oh yeah, let let's do a little bit more. Let's let's go, let's go. <laughs> and number ten, last but certainly not least, is honor your health with gentle nutrition. Make food choices that honor your health and taste buds. That means. You know, if you are not a fan of broccoli like I am, you don't have to eat it. Like, it is it is very good for you. But I, me, I just can't do it. I don't like broccoli. I do want to try roasting broccoli because I've never had roasted broccoli where it's, like, kind of crispy a little bit with a little salt and pepper olive oil. So I have decided I'm going to give it a chance. But, like, one of my favorite greens is Brussels sprouts and I love asparagus as well. So normally... My vegetable of choice are those two. And those are what I like to make and those are what I like to eat. So just, you know, you don't have to eat every single vegetable on the planet to Hi puppy. <laughs> um you don't have to eat every single perfect um perfect plant on the on the planet to um you know change your diet or anything. Um you just have to be consistent because consistency matters. Um so you at the very end of this we I'm going over a little bit more that they talk about in this. There's a couple books on it. Um you just like Amazon intuitive eating. It'll show you show you the stuff, but you must relearn to trust your body because like a lot of times people um, we'll have different signals for different um, urges and stuff like that. Um, so physical hunger is a biological urge; it builds gradually. Um, you have different signals for it, and of course, it's gonna—you know—you're gonna be satisfied when you eat your food. And then there's emotional hunger, which is driven by emotional needs, and it can cause guilt and self-hatred because. You'll start eating, and then you're just like, I ate a whole pint of ice cream. What is wrong with me? And you know what? I've been there. I've gone through breakups where I'm just like, now I want all of the ice cream and all of the candy. And I'll just go to the store, and I will buy all of the ice cream and all of the candy. But then I feel bad because I didn't help my body in any way. And that emotional pain is still there. Even after eating everything... It only feels good when you're eating and then you finish it and it's not good anymore. So the program, it's called the program, I guess, of intuitive eating was built on the principles that diets don't work, lifestyle changes, and personal care are more important for long-term health. And I completely, completely agree with that because that's, I don't like diets. I don't like feeling like I have to restrict myself to be happy, or to have the body that I want. Um, And also, I have changed a lot of my um, habits when it comes to eating, but I haven't restricted myself from anything. And that's what makes me happy. Like if I want a bagel with cream cheese, I eat a bagel with cream cheese. But I also make sure my bagel is a little less processed than what I used to be eating. Dave's killer bagels, the everything bagel, that is my stuff. But that is the episode today on intuitive eating. Um, I actually really, really like this one. This one was uh brought to my attention by my sister-in-law, and when I started looking it up, I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so much information on this, there's so much more um than I even went in through here. Like I said, there's books out there, like It's just, I feel like it's a very healthy way to go about looking at your food choices and how you feel about food. And that's something that I feel like almost everybody can reflect on. We're not perfect, and you don't have to be perfect. And that is, that is the episode. You guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks.